You are listening to the PHP Ugly Podcast. And despite what the title may lead you to believe, this is a podcast about the joys and challenges of being a professional PHP developer. Your hosts are three passionate developers who make a living coding and who live stream every week to discuss coding, projects, work, tech, and running a business. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Van Johnson, John Congdon, and Tom Rideout. You're listening to episode 278 of PHP Ugly. On this day of holiness for Tom Rideout, St. Patty's Day, I'm your host, Eric Van Johnson, and with me is John Congdon. Tom, happy St. Patty's Day to you. Hey. And I'm, Tom, I'm not sure why I'm getting singled out on this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is your holy day, Tom. No. <laughs> Are you sure? No, not at We all. have not an exciting, exciting show. If you're a member of our Patreon group, you got to see several of John's failed suicide attempts. <laughs> we'll talk about that. We have a drawing for a new Raspberry Pi. We're going to talk about that. And so, so much more. And but before we get started, no, and I get to continue being labeled as a um, what did what did they call me a, a hippie? Look, look what I'm drinking, hipster. You're a I'm, hipster. I'm green a hipster. Tea IPA, green tea, a I- Japanese Jesus, green man. tea IPA. At least it's stone brewing. My wife found this. Which it's ten point one percent. How can it, how can it be stone if it's Japanese? Does I don't know. stone have a brewery in Japan? Must they, they do now? I guess it's about as Japanese it, as I am Irish. It's not. It's not great, but if you want to get hammered quick, ten point one percent, you're good to go. <laughs> That'll do it, huh? Yeah, they call it the podcast crusher. <laughs> get a few of those. Just stra- strap a strap a sheet to my back. I'm ready to go, Captain. Oh yes, boy. I I did share some some pictures with our patrons. And I'm so happy my father-in-law came out to see my first flights and take some pictures and video for me. It was I was surprised by it, but very happy that he did. Yeah, it, you look like you had a good time. Oh Except you, you look like you were sweating balls coming oh back God. up that uh, cliff. So if you don't know, the paragliding place here in San Diego is absolutely gorgeous. You, if if you know where the Torrey Pines Golf Course is, it's just south of that. Mm-hmm. And you literally walk off this huge cliff over over the Pacific Ocean. I mean, it couldn't be it couldn't be scripted better in a movie the way this is. The problem is, oh, I'll let John explain <laughs> the 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 leveling up you have to do as paraglider. Yeah, so I'm going through the training process, and they want to keep you away from danger, so they keep you away from the cliffs. Unfortunately, being by the cliffs is how you get the lift to stay up. So when you're better, you kind of just you coast up and down the the the, um, the ridge, and you can go all the way south to some huge mansions, gorgeous properties, and you can go all the way north past or right around the golf course. So during the uh, you you can see them on the telecast for some of the big golf events. The paragliders just kind of floating around, but being where I'm at, they're like get off, get away from the cliff, and we're just gonna have you do some turns. You land 350 feet down below on the beach, and it's a nude beach. So you see a whole As lot I say, of important, important naked element men. not being discussed. 
Well, there, there's a, there's a lot of things pointing you in the right direction to get back up the cliff, right? I mean, that's that's all it is. It's a safety like, thing. That, you know, airports have those have have those sticks, those cones to help people line, land. It's it's kind of like that, but you know, nastier. I'm so glad you brought it in that direction. The the funny part is my father in law, my second flight meets me down there. I have no clue he's going to do this. He walks down all the way down to the beach. He's taking pictures of me. He's taking pictures of like the scenery and the cliffs. And later on, I'm talking I'm like, so what do you think about seeing all those ma- naked guys around? He's like, I didn't see any naked guys. I'm like, how'd you not see any? They're all over the place. I saw like probably 30 guys, one woman the, ent- the entire time Don, I was down there. listen, listen. <laughs> Dick blindness is a real thing. You, you need to be sympathetic towards <laughs> the, him. The, the, funny, the funny thing is, I I take the pictures off his phone later, and that's what ended up getting uploaded to Patreon. Yeah, five hundred like, dick pics just zoomed straight <laughs> in. But I didn't see any click, 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 click. <laughs> Had to go back Not home to, to get it. the better lens. It's a it's a it's a big faux pas to take pictures down on a nude beach, just in general. So I'm sure. Your dad wasn't the most liked person at, at that time. I mean, don't build uh, the, a new beach below an extreme. I, I hate it when they do that to me. I'm like, come on, <laughs> just try to tan. The funny part is on my third flight uh, later in the afternoon, my wife shows up with my kids, surprise me. They're there. They, they see my third flight. I pack up my glider. I'm walking back with somebody else. I see my, my wife and kids down on the beach. She completely forgot what was Run down, down there. Run down the beach and then hug your dad. John's down there. Don't stay there. Stay up there. Don't come down here. She, uh, my my she, pants fell off while I was flying. <laughs> she she missed it. Like she got down to the bottom of the stairs and then walked straight out to the water with the kids and then realized what was going on. She's like, oh. <laughs> and later on, the kids are like, "Mommy, that guy didn't have any pants on." Yeah, honey, that's yeah. just the way it is here. Sometimes, kids, when a man is very lonely, he convinces himself that this is a good idea. <laughs> and um, at the bottom my, of the paragliding, there's a nude beach. <clears throat> on my second flight, I get to the, I land on the beach, and I'm not near anybody. Like I, I know enough to get past people, but I land, and where my chute comes down is right next to this chair and some beach stuff. And all of a sudden, here comes this guy walking up <laughs> to his stuff, making sure I didn't mess it up. I'm like, oh, sorry. Let me get out of your way here as I'm looking like, just at my glider trying what's, to pull it away. What's ter- what, what you don't ever want to do, John, is ask one of them what the time is because then they just lay down and start looking for the sun. It's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to do that. Just trust me. <laughs> also, John, John misunderstood the situation. The guy walked up and said, see anything you like. And John was like, no, no, I'm not taking any of your stuff. Don't worry. I'm just paragliding. Um, it was well, that's great. Blast. I'm, I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah, I had so much fun that I ended up buying my own equipment on Sunday. So now, now I've got my own harness, my own wing, my own reserve chute ready to go. C- couple of weeks, that'll, that'll be stacked right there under his uh, 3D printer. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Yeah, that was such a good idea at the time he purchased it. Well, I'm, I'm sure it cost a little bit more than a 3D printer. <laughs> Not much. <sighs> That's true. You did man. buy the nicest 3D printer. Yeah. How about you, Tom? How's your week? Oh, man. I, I just hate APIs. Just hate them. Uh, well, especially how, as much as you spend on them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I uh, I had an API integration this, this week that generates a, a report. 
uh, that you're supposed to be able to like download. But if you hit the endpoint too soon, it says, hey, the, the report's not ready. Try again later. And it's an XML message that has a status code 203, which is no data. 203? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, okay. So, you know, naturally I think, well, okay, if I check the status code of the request when I make it, then I can just push it back on the queue when it's a 203. Nope. No, that page returns a 200 status code. <laughs> you have to text, look in the body? In the, the text in the body of 203, <laughs> which means this request will not have a body. I hate APIs awesome. so much. So much. And this is an you API don't hate that... API. You hate API developers. Focus your anger. I, I, yeah, I've, <sighs> I've, really I've, I've the been worst. there. I've done that. I'm like, I'll just return the status in the body. It's fine. I mean, it I know... seems like a good idea. I know better nowadays, but... It's not. It's not ever a good idea. You're not supposed to do it. Don't do it. I hate it. Kind of good. And idea. if you do it, I hate you for doing it. Well, the reasoning was, hey, I'm giving you a response. It's okay. I gave you a response. The status is there. Go get uh, it. The whole the whole system exists but, for the purpose. Okay, okay, but they have documentation. Doesn't their documentation say, hey, does we're going to give you a 200? Does not have this instance. The documentation does not cover the we are not prepared for your request XML response. <laughs> That sounds like such a nightmare. Such a nightmare. I mean, I, I just wonder, like, who is this asshole who's like, yeah, it's probably good enough. They're only going to see this every time they make a request instead of the data that we told them they're going to get. Right? He's probably running it on his local machine. He's like, I never got the message. (laughs) Right? He's like, well, yeah, you you're mocking the whole XML object. You're just returning it immediately. Yeah, never got that message. I'll build it. I'll build a use case in case it ever happens but I won't document that because that'll make people expect it. <laughs> so I've been dealing with a lot of that. <clears throat> we, so I'm going to interrupt you. We have some great title suggestions in Discord already. So again, as usual, if you're not with us in Discord, please join us. Uh, discord.phpugly.com. Submit titles for the show using hashtag or bang title and then whatever you want the title to be. So much fun in there. <laughs> it is. It's been keeping me busy. That the Doom and Gloom channel is is just awful. I'm so glad we have a special channel just oh, for that. I meant to share some Doom and Gloom with you guys. Or I actually meant to share it with you, Thomas. I should have just thrown it in Discord. All right, we'll get to it, I guess. How about how so we already said how's your week, Thomas, and you bitched about APIs. Yeah, I mean that's basically I didn't I didn't do anything spectacular like watch the Batman or go see uh Harry Mack. Yeah, so uh, let's hear about that. Or a, like a baseball game, which I'm sure you also did this week. <laughs> Batman was awesome. Batman was pretty good. It was like was it awesome 98? or pretty good? It was ninety eight percent Batman and about two percent Bruce Wayne. So it's like it's, it was a perfect mixture of Batman <laughs> Bruce Wayne. Um, it was good. No, it was very good. It, it was dark. I mean, it's like every every well, iteration theaters, of Batman pretty dark. Every iteration of Batman, they're they're like, let's see if we can make this one like darker than the last one. And this 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 pretty much did it. Very um. You know, it's it's about Batman's early years. This is this is like the second year he's been Batman. So he's not he's not polished. He's still figuring things out. He's you know he's making mistakes. So it was good. I enjoyed it. But I'm a bad person to ask. Of course, you know I'm going to like it. This, so this early years of Batman thing though drives me nuts because like canonically, like there have been three comic series that covered the early years of Batman. 
but there have been like 20 that covered the late years of Batman. Mm-hmm. And there hasn't been a like old Batman movie. There've been like five. Ben Affleck, he, ben Affleck was the old Batman. That, he, uh, that was ben, ben Affleck played God, Batman when he, that he happened. didn't, didn't want to do it anymore, but he was kind of being pulled back into it. Yeah. JLA kind of whole, whole Godfather's thing. Yeah. I'm talking, I'm talking but older I, I, than that. When, when he's got the bat bots that patrol the city. Yeah. I don't know to tell you, man. I, 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 you can give me all the Batman you want. I'll, I'll, I'll take it early, late, whatever. Batman Beyond. I hear, I hear there's some rumblings about doing a Batman Beyond. Um, it's all good, good to me. But I do want to move on to Harry Mack. So the movie was three hours long. The, the theater, theater was across from the auditorium where Harry Mack was performing. So we, we literally come out of one door and walk into the other door. And we get out of the movie at 5 o'clock. Harry Mack doesn't start until 7. They say doors open at 5.30. So, you know, I'm, Beck's with me. My, my wife's with me. I'm like, yeah, you know, we got some time. I don't know if we want to try to get something to eat before the show or if we want to eat there. I was like, all right, let's let's get out of the theater and, and see, you know, what it is. <laughs> Lying the around the flipping. building. Oh my god! I'm like the I'm like all these people can't be to see Harry Mack. It's like the first thing that place can't be that big. And I mean, I know he's like kind of popular, but is he this popular? Well, so, in, sure enough, it was the line. You you were in L.A., weren't you? Uh, just yeah, just outside of, in Riverside. Yeah. So just outside of it LA. could have just I been mean, a lot yeah. of homeless people. So we get in line. Now, I, I, I'm ex- Beck has seen Harry Mack. Obviously, she's seen the show. She understands who he is. She, he watched a few of the videos. Um, and I was telling her, I'm like, you know, my expectation, I'm not sure what to expect. Because I know the guy's got skills. But, like, I've only seen his YouTube stuff. You know the YouTube stuff. You're, like, cherry-picking your best performances, right? You're not just – so, like, I'm no, thinking, he, like – he live streams for, like, 15 hours. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm thinking like this guy. This guy isn't going to be that good in a live performance because it's dark. It's you know, it, it like he's not going to be that good. Oh my god, he just blew the roof off the place. I mean, I don't know who I was questioning. I mean, he just blew the roof off. It was it was much better than I expected. And I had set the my expectations a little high, but I was I thought I was being reasonable with how high I was setting them and. If you have an opportunity to see Harry Mack perform in person, please do it. Please do it. You you you'll thank me later. I'm okay with that. It it was, it was it was packed. It was crowded. I mean, I'm still kind of I'm still freaked out a little bit about the whole um, you know we're out of out out of the pandemic, right? Yeah, <laughs> we're we're in this place, shoulder to shoulder, sitting in in our chairs, and you know, ninety five percent of the people aren't wearing masks, and so, you know, it's uncomfortable. But man, did I have a good time! It was a really, really good time. Did he? So thank you, Harry Mack. Did he recognize you and pull you up on stage and say like, "Hey, because <laughs> he of- pointed at me." He gave me one of these points. I'm like, yep, yeah. yep, I'm that guy who who, who kickstarted your career. That's right. You're the, welcome. When we put the when we put his video on our intro, that was his rocket to the top. I, actually, I I saw a graph, and you're not too far off. <laughs> it's, it's it's like a couple months after after he did our thing. Is like I guess in the last year, I, I think the statistic was in the last year. Uh, so leading up to the beginning of 2021. He had accumulated like 700,000 followers on YouTube. And then between 2021 and 2022, he 
gained another million. So he he had surpassed his original 700,000, however long it took him to get there, and added to it. So by the end of, by, I think now he's at like almost 2 million people on YouTube, and he just rocketed. I think that's the whole thing is it's... it's I'm, a, t- I'm taking credit <clears throat> for it. I think that's the whole thing is you start off slow and then, you know, people start sharing it, which, mm-hmm. by the way, if you're watching us, click the subscribe, the like, and the share button. Help us yeah, out. What the hell? We we hook we we give Harry Mack his big push to fame and we can't get 550 followers on YouTube. What the hell? Does that say 549 behind stuff. you? 549, yeah, 549. <laughs> See, someone hit that. someone hit like now. We're we're closer to or a million than uh, PewDiePie is. Because <laughs> huh? he's well over like millions, like 30 million. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he's like he's like twenty nine million away from from a million subscribers. We're only a million away. <laughs> I like how you think. I like it. They call that how, Zombie Slayer in Discord. How long have we been going? How long? Five years? Six years? No, longer than that. Jeez, got to be like it's got to be six or seven. Six or seven? I don't know. Yeah. Two seventy seven divided by fifty one. <clears throat> no, because we were we were weren't consistent the first i mean we can just go to phpugly.com and see when the first one was released see what we i'll do that you guys carry the show good uh <laughs> tom's the only one with stuff on his trail board because yeah i'm i'm stocked up i'm ready <laughs> you're ready i i got something for you tom i i out here i'll post it in there now and we can talk about it a little bit uh let me find it i will find it i'm uh I'm buying time here. I'm buying time. Time's being bought. Bought. Time has been bought. Have you seen the exploit in Spotty's package? Do you have this on your list? You may even have it on your list. I don't have it on my list. It's it's an interesting exploit, and it's it wouldn't be wrong to call this just a configuration thing because it's configured. His the so the 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 media upload pro library, not the standard media upload library that's free. But the paid version mm-hmm. has a sort of a temp endpoint that you can upload data to. Um, and out of the box, that temp endpoint does not have uh, authorization around it. And there's oh. it's just sort of not information on how to set that up correctly or that it's there. Uh, mm-hmm. So it is kind of a thing, kind of not a thing. It's It's not necessarily a bug. But it is an oversight. So this is when you install the package, you have to set the permissions. Is that the deal? Or you have to set the. You don't have to, which is the issue. <clears throat> right. That's what I mean. You should be setting it. It's not a required step. Right. And they don't, they don't give you sane defaults. Right. Um, but you still got to get, I don't know anything about this library. I'm assuming you somehow have to get something malicious into the director to make it vulnerable anyway. Yeah, so this is not like a RCE, like a remote command execution. This is just uh, you can upload files. You could, you could upload an executable and somebody could see it and run it. So Gotcha. Okay, so I'm going to interrupt you. Uh, uh, Zombie Slayer, to answer your question, and ironically enough, we missed our anniversary by two days. Our first episode was released March 15th, in 2016 so six years you're right yeah well happy so anniversary guys years old today yeah <laughs> right that's cool 
back in the days when we didn't do Thursday night every night. And then we got no, cornered we into it with Harry Mack. <laughs> now we're committed. There now you we're go. Committed. So yeah. Joe Ferguson yeah. is saying that the uh the commentary on Reddit around that bug is bad. Oh, hey, uh, Joe, can you share the Reddit link? I don't think I had that. I just shared the direct link to the um, uh, the uh, CVE. Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a good week, a fun week. Speaking of spotty, speaking of enums, I, I'm working with a client who um, wanted to convert their code base. They've been using the spotty enum package for years. And they wanted to convert their code base over to uh, the PHP native enum stuff. So I've been doing that. And it turns out that there were some some caveats that were missing with enums, the native enums. And I was talking to a friend of mine about it. He's like, you know what? I bet you I could write a package for that. And I'm like, yeah, man, you should. I think it would be cool. And he wrote a little enum package. Uh, matter of fact, I'll find the link to that because I'm actually helped him with that. He gave me credit. He gave me some credit on that, and I'm I actually have a PR open to him that I'm still working on tonight. I told him not to merge it because I need to fix a few things, but I will. Uh, I'll add that. It's. Uh, I'm curious what what was missing. So, uh, the way the way the spotty package was configured. Um, or, or was implemented, uh, you had this option where you could say, hey, give me an array of all the values of my enums. Mm-hmm. And there's no, no <clears throat> there's no way of doing that with the native uh, API calls. So you can't just say, hey, I have this enum uh, class. Give me all the values that are in, in that enum as an array. You, you, there's, there's not an option. So he wrote a little... Script, and then it turns out there's a few other things. Like what I'm contributing uh, today was I had I had the uh, body package had validation, right? Where you can you could validate against an enum. And I was, you know, the, my friend who created this package, uh, I was talking to him about it. He's like, yeah, he's like, I suppose I could do something like that, but I don't really want validation. He's like, I'd rather have a method where you just ask if a value is a valid value for that enum, and then you get a Boolean true or false. So you would say, hey, is the value, you know, foo a valid value for this um, for this enum? And you get back true or false. So that's that's actually what I'm contributing now. I, uh, I, I did one iteration of it and then decided to do another iteration. So I told him to hold on to my PR. So yeah, wow. it's cool. I mean, and that, now, now I'm seeing like all these I'm seeing all these uh, uh, PR or PRs. I'm seeing all these enum packages on like Laravel News. Like every day, there's a new enum package in there. But so, oh, what so you, I'm like, what, what's your the, buddy, what's your the buddy Jose? You forgot that part. What? That's what, what I said. What's the benefit of moving away from the spotty package? Then I know you're using the the built-in enums, but if you're replicating yeah, a lot so of the behavior anyway, what's the benefit? No, it's it's not rep- replicating a lot of behavior. It's, it's actually very very little behavior, and it's it's very the the native enum is so much cleaner, uh, <laughs> such yeah, a cleaner implementation. Cool. So I like it. I like it. I like it more personally. But I say that I didn't do a lot of work with the spotty package either. But I know I know what I'm ripping out, 
and what I'm replacing it with. And it's, it's much cleaner. I feel like it's much cleaner with the native enums. So what happened with your, your testing? You were supposed to be looking into pest more. Are you still doing yep. that? Or are you, mm-hmm. is it still As a matter of fact, pest or PHP? He, he, to- he told, uh, he told me, uh, uh, this, this, uh, maintainer told me not to even submit a PR unless I have tests for it. I'm like, all right, man, that's fair. I can do that. Not a problem. Um, so I, I think, I think that client is going to, we, we have some back and forth on pests and I even told him, I, I even pimped the PHP architect. I'm like, Hey, I, I talked to Sebastian, the, the maintainer of PHP unit. And, you know, he was very happy with pests. He loved the fact that pests was built on top of a uh, PHP unit. It didn't try to recreate PHP unit. Um, so, uh, so I had some back and forth. I'm like, what, what is it about pests that you're looking to use rather than PHP unit? And he said, um, you know, he, at first he was like, pests is just more Laravel centric and this client is Laravel heavy. So, I mean, you can't argue with that. It's, it's actually right. I mean, I almost look at pests as almost a, a wrapper, a PHP unit wrapper for Laravel. Um, but for whatever reason, he recently came back and said, you know what? I reconsidered what you, you know, our conversation, I think you're right. I think, you know, I'm going to go ahead and lean more towards PHP unit, but leave the door open for pest test too. He's like, he basically said, I just want test coverage. So whatever the developers are more comfortable doing, but I, you know, I see there's not that much of a difference between pest and PHP unit that the, there's just, you know, not a lot of ground there to, mm. to make up. So he, he kind of likes the idea of leaning more on PHP unit. So that's, I think that's what we're, we're going to end up doing. Any test is better than no tests. That is for sure. Well, actually, that reminded me. I've got a little bit of testing news. Uh, one of my coworkers has been working on speeding up our test suite. And running it in parallel now, we've got it down to about five minutes, which is pretty impressive for how many tests we're running. <clears throat> but uh, Docker tweeted out today that their new desktop 4.6 has a big performance improvement feature that's in beta. It's V-I-R-T-I-O-F-S. For Mac, are you talking about? Yes. Docker desktop for Mac, okay. Yeah, um, which has always been an issue. Docker for Mac is, is a bit slow. Uh, <sighs> oh my gosh, yes. So the only the only thing is for this, I had to upgrade to uh, Monterey. So I'm now on uh, 12.3. And then I got the whole thing running... I enabled the uh, the new virtualization for OSX, which is no longer beta, I guess, and then enabled the new file system thing. And boy, did it ever lock up my computer hard! <laughs> uh, running the tests in parallel, it would it would get to a certain point and then just die hard, and I would have to reboot the system to get Docker back up. Uh, so. Still a beta product. However, using the new Monterey virtualization driver, I did get about a 60% improvement in performance. So I went down to 2 minutes and 50 seconds from 5 minutes and 10 seconds. So that's not a bad improvement on its own. Have you used it for not just for tests, but for browsing your your development environment is it any faster there i don't really browse my development environment it's everything i do is you know since i'm I'm just purely api driven work everything i do is just tests i i i do basically ddd um where i write out the test and then start hitting it 
as if it were a browser. So I can't really say that there's any difference there, hmm. um, especially since our front end system is compiled. So the back end is it's just you don't you don't see responsiveness issues really. But yeah, good improvement. Have we talked about that? What do you mean it's compiled? It's view. Oh, okay. Oh, oh okay. So <clears throat> it's yeah. I was about to ask the same question. I'm like, you're compiling your code. Well, the the way that view compiles, I mean, it takes yeah, yeah. 500 files and makes yeah. one JS file out of it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's uh, it's a good improvement. I'm happy with it. I'm going to be interested cool. to hear from people that are using it in our environment then, if if they've upgraded and seen any improvement. Because I'm I've been working with developers lately that are on Mac and just remembering back to the days when I was using it and how terrible it is. Yeah, it's it doesn't seem to be so bad right now. I, I I just I thought I just saw a story come across about how uh, actually right here Monterey twelve point three update breaking Macs that have had logic board replacements. I didn't read this because I don't have a Mac and I just don't care. Um, but this is I an article that was sent to me today. I'm adding it to the board now. There you go. Bada bing, bada boom. Like I said, I I didn't even read the article because I just. Didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tom, you said your tests are running five minutes. How many tests do you have? Oh boy, that's a good question. Uh, I was just curious. We, I'm looking at our test suite. It's it takes six and a half minutes to run. And it's thirty thousand tests. Look at that bruise. So I've got. I've got three thousand one hundred and seventy-two tests and thirteen thousand assertions. Oh, I've got 29,000 tests, 103,000 assertions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're running a, a few more tests than I am. I, I was just I was curious about timing because I we're we're always complaining that the tests are taking so long to run. So I wasn't I mean, it wasn't necessarily about total number of tests as much as aren't you, just aren't you targeting like 90% code coverage though or something like that? No, we're at like 15% code coverage. Targeting? Right. Always Sounds targeting. Like, yeah. Sounds like you just need to rewrite your code. (laughs) Start from scratch. There you go. Who was this asshole that made this in the first place? That's the answer to everything. God, could you imagine if they merged all your PRs too? (laughs) (laughs) Another 100,000 tests. That'd be a nightmare. I I was looking through some of my old branches that I haven't deleted from like seven or eight years ago. And they're like 50,000 commits behind. I was like... I think it's safe to delete this one now. <laughs> I probably don't need this branch anymore. Now, are those all? You know why? Are those all unit tests, or are you doing unit and feature tests? Oh, I I only do unit tests. But back seven years ago, I wasn't doing any tests. Well, so that's Eric, the thing is that I'm stuff? doing. As as I was saying, you know, you know, I don't worry about tests. I don't run tests. You know why? <laughs> why? If something goes wrong in my environment, I know about it. Thanks to our sponsor, Honey Badger. When you're in production, a thousand things can go wrong. You could deploy a bug in your latest release. Your background jobs can silently fail. Someone could trip over the network cable at your data center. And this all comes back to you. You need to know when bad things happen and be able to respond to them quickly. That's why we built HoneyBadger. It's easy to install HoneyBadger in your back-end applications and front-end JavaScript. It only takes a few minutes of configuration and you'll have monitoring done. That's because we hook into popular web frameworks, job systems, and the browser so that when any of them crash, we can automatically let you know. 
We ping your application from our global fleet of servers to let you know about problems with connectivity, latency, and SSL certificates. And we monitor your recurring jobs to see if any of them stop recurring. When there's a problem, we alert your team using the tools you already use. We can create issues in GitHub, Jira, and other issue trackers, and send notifications via Slack, PagerDuty, or other channels. When you click through, you'll be taken to detailed information on the error. You'll see things like request parameters, headers, user information, and the backtrace. Click on any line of the backtrace to view it in GitHub, Bitbucket, or your local editor. When you fix a problem, just mark it resolved and follow up with the affected user. That's HoneyBadger. We're the monitoring tool for web developers who'd rather be, well, developing. Thanks, Thanks Honey Badger. Thank you, Honey Badger. All right, was... you need to carry the rest of the show. I want to read more about my wing. <laughs> yeah, once you once you put the the, uh, the PHP Ugly logo on it, then you can do that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, he'll definitely yeah, he'll yeah. definitely crash. That's what I was going to put on there for <laughs> sure. I got I got a funny story to share with y'all. I think it's funny, but you know, um, I I don't I rarely use my phone as a phone. It's really just like a you know, portable device. And even within the family, like my wife, if my wife calls me, I'm freaking out because there's a problem. If she's calling me, everything is usually a text message. And you know, on your phones, you get the little preview of a text message. My wife recently, I'm driving down the road and I look over, I I hear the buzz. I look over and I see the little preview pop up. It says, somebody just broke into our front door. I'm like, what the hell? And so I, I, I'm on the freeway. I'm like pulling off. I'm, you know, I'm debating if I want to pull off, if I just want to get home. Cause I'm like, I'm already heading home. I'm like, let me just, you know, see if everybody's okay. And I, I'm pulling off and she's sending me a story from a person in a neighboring <laughs> neighborhood. And it, she sends me, it's this whole story. And then at the bottom, she goes, Hey, do you know where this neighborhood is? I'm like, <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. I think I passed later, it at hundred miles an hour. A couple, a couple of days later, at the Harry Mack concert, I get a message from my sister. We're in the Harry Mack concert. Concert. I see it. It says, "Hey, bro, just checking in on you, seeing how things are going. Hope all is good with the house." I'm like, "Okay." We call each other every weekend. This was Sunday. I didn't call her in the morning. So I'd forgotten to call her. So she was just probably calling me. And I'm sorry, it wasn't a text message. It was a voicemail. So, so she's probably calling me. So I'll call her back later. And obviously we get out of the concert late, late. And I totally forget about the voicemail. Monday comes and goes. Tuesday, I look down. I'm like, oh, crap. I got that voicemail from my sister. And I forgot to call her. And I go to listen to it. And it's this, it's this voicemail of, yeah, hey, bro, just seeing how you're doing this, that. Oh, by the way, mom had a chest condition and she took her to the ER and she's in the hospital. I'm like, I call her up. I'm like, fucking lead with that next time, will you please? <laughs> like, lead with the important information. Don't bury it at the end of the message. What's wrong with you? I mean, it's so like to the complete opposite of what Beck did. As, so as, as far is as your, is your mom okay? Yeah, she's fine. She 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 spent a couple of days in the hospital. They cleared her. Um, couldn't really kind of identify what the issue is was, but she's fine now. Yeah, my, <clears throat> my dad's been in there now for ten days, twelve Ooh. days now. He had a he had a trach, wow. and he's been sedated for like a week now or ten days. He, <sighs> he he's going in for surgery tomorrow. So 
Hoping everything's all right. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, man. Yeah. Not to, br- not to bring the show down. Just relating to well, parents, parents being job. in the hospital. <laughs> no, one time, one time, I'm driving around after getting some lunch, and I get a text message from a from an unknown like five digit text number that just says the procedure has begun. And I, I'm, I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, who is what is texting me? The procedure has begun. And I realize after like five minutes, like, oh, yeah, this morning I dropped my wife off at the hospital for for an operation she was having. (laughs) They were just letting me know that the operation was. But don't word it like that from a random text number. (laughs) The procedure has begun. Like, am I am I part of a secret like list of of people the government's trying to get to shelter in time or something? Same day you dropped her off. Well, I had a lot on my mind. I just ate Arby's. (laughs) <laughs> could have been related to that oh my oh. god hey you guys you guys feel like uh doing some extra extra programming work some unpaid programming work because uh because you're gonna no. the uh u.s senate unanimously approved a bill to make daylight savings time permanent did they really they really did it still has to go through the well, house so, and the president, so, but it it looks like it's going to happen. It looks like so, starting wait, wait, next wait. year was was the bill. It's for the entire U.S. or giving the states the permission to do it because that's what California is waiting for. It's just permission to do it, right? That didn't answer my question. <laughs> as far as I understand it, it gives all states permission to do it and recommends that states do it. Uh, California passed passed the bill. Two or three years ago, saying as soon as the yeah. government says it's okay, that yeah, that I, California I will make the change. Remi- reminded me, yeah, Beck reminded me that we had passed that, and we we voted on it too. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was put up for vote. Everybody voted on it, and it passed. And and yeah, nothing nothing's actually happened yet. So we'll see. You know what that means? I can go flying after work more often. Yes. Yeah, that, that's that. Yeah. That's the that's or three D printing by sunset. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I it's but it's going to be work, dude. It's going to be work for us, like guaranteed. Yeah, I I can see that. Well, it depends if you're using packages. If you're using libraries that handle your dates for you, like Carbon, I bet there'll be an update to make it easy enough to do it. Oh sure, you just have to make sure that that update is in place on every system when it you know gets up goes out yeah. now fortunately it's not like it's not going to sneak up on us well there's also <laughs> but there's also the fact that our servers are hopefully keeping in time with another time server that will know what the proper time is right i mean they, they should all be on gmt anyways right? so i've i've seen <laughs> no that kind of thing you're funny I've seen these arguments against making daylight savings time permanent, and they are it's a lot of straw man guessing about behavior and stuff like that i The argument for it uh, on paper has a lot of dumb straw man arguments as well, but it's the, it's all the practical the practical fact is people don't like the the hour behind they don't like it well, and you already have states that don't do it. They they have but they don't do it the other but they don't do it the other way right That's and the they'll difference. stay the same so Hawaii no, Arizona, no. Yeah, Arizona Hawaii wait, wait can I let me ask a question mm-hmm. are are you saying that 
the the permanent time will be an hour behind what we are today? So currently, states can opt in and be on the, whatever the normal time is. <clears throat> standard, not time. daylight savings time. So standard time. So they they're not allowed to be on daylight savings time year round. You're allowed to be on standard time year round. So those those states or those areas right now are an hour behind us. No, that's not true. Yeah. Arizona, Arizona, we, we, I know this because my family lived in Arizona. This is when we catch up with them. So we're on the same time, time as Arizona. Now, when we fall behind, they don't change their time. So when we fall behind, they have to remember, and we have to remember that we are an hour behind them. Really? Cause that was the whole That's... thing with why, how we passed that law or not the law. When we voted in California, it was because the federal government said you're not allowed to stay yeah. on daylight savings Ar- time. Arizona's time matches up with ours because they're in a different time zone. Oh yeah, they're they're an hour behind us in a time zone. That's right. So, no, but they're it doesn't matter if they're in a different time zone. Of course they're, it does. Their clocks yeah. don't their no, clocks no. don't change. Right. That's Stop. why right. they right. So That's why they caught up to us. We catch up to their time zone. No, they didn't catch up with to us. We caught up to them. Right. They didn't change. We right. caught up to but, them. Right. Right now, it is, what is it, 10? It's 9.50 our time right now. Yes. It's 9.50 their time. If they wanted to be on right. daylight savings time, they would be 10.50. Because they're in a different time zone. Oh, hold on. So you're He's saying that they... Out. Yeah. So No, no. no they, I, I get you. So, 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 Nev- so what, then Nevada should be... Nevada should be an hour ahead of us then. I'm right. saying right now, right, because Arizona is an hour behind the rest of their time zone, and and with when this no, goes in no, place, they're, they're, that, that's they're, what I'm saying. They're, that's they're what caught I'm up saying. with the rest of their time zone right now. No, 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 no they're Tom's behind. Right. Arizona's behind the rest of their time zone right now, and when this goes into place, Arizona will always be an hour behind its own time zone. Oh, you're right. Unless they unless they change to always be daylight savings time, right? Because they're allowed to now. Now this also applies to Hawaii, but Ooh, Hawaii is already in its own time zone, so people don't pay attention to that. You don't. Gotcha. You're not thinking about what time zone Hawaii is in. It's just the one that's twelve or whatever hours so, different. <clears throat> so you're saying you're saying if this passes, every like as as we are today, we would roll back an hour in. Arizona would no no we wouldn't roll back an no. hour stay, stay where they would we would stay right where we're at and Arizona would jump jump forward an hour no Possibly. Arizona if, would stay right where they're at too but they'd no. be in the wrong place for their time zone depending on how the wording is in the in the law if they're saying I can't wait, see how wait, this could be any problems right. at all for programmers yeah, if, no, this, if if not the, sure why I brought it up if what Tom is saying is they're saying the entire U S is going to daylight savings time then yes Arizona is going to jump an hour and right now it would be ten fifty there. So from if, the wording if they're now in giving this article, the, if they're giving the states the option to choose which, whether they keep flopping like they do now or stay in one or the other, then it's going to be wild. It'll be fun. It's from the wording I'm reading right now, all the states except for Arizona and Hawaii and the various islands like Puerto Rico and Guam and Virgin Islands are the exception to the rule. They would end up on standard time and we would end up on daylight savings time full time. <laughs> Why? Because you get that extra hour. Most states want the extra hour, but because Arizona or those areas are already, they haven't changed their clock in years. They're like, I guess they get an exception. Hey man, I really like the extra, the, the extra hour, the late sunset uh, in Colorado. It's so nice. 
because that we have the mountains that cut it hard at six o'clock. Like the sun just stops being around at six o'clock. So getting that extra hour is very nice. It's not like San Diego where it gradually gets darker. It's like a lights out situation. I'm just wondering, am I still getting overtime? Is that, is that <laughs> I'm ex- I'm you have never I'm gotten overtime. about this? You are not eligible for overtime. <laughs> you, you haven't had overtime in 10 years. Speaking of which, the oh, that turns 10 this year. We turn 10. And then we're going to kill it. Yeah. I got a new tool I really want to try out. You haven't talked about that. What? It's called Try. Did you guys see anything about this? Nope. I guess there's, a, there's a similar package for Python. Uh, but this tool allows you to test out composer packages. So you just say Try and then the name of the composer package, and you end up in a Psy shell that has that package installed on it and automatically uses the, you know, what package. Why not Is just this a, a composer thing? It's it's a just a command line tool that somebody wrote. Why not just bring it in, try out what you want, and then remove remove it? Well, because it dumps you yeah. into a Psy shell. So it actually... It, I don't, what's the benefit of that? I need to see stuff in my web, web page, and I don't understand. What, what's the benefit of a Psy shell? It's shell. It looks very. It looks very useful to me. I there's a little so, video. Well, he's using he's he's using Pop OS. So I mean, right, right off I mean, the bat, we know the guy, the person's good. I mean, Sideshell is the generic PHP equivalent of Laravel, right? Tinker, not Tinker. Tinker in Laravel. Tinker's actually built on Sideshell. Is it? Yeah, so it's, it's the other way around. But yeah, it gives you little, uh, just little access to call things the way you want to, and a little. Just, so he, just composer require he, it. If you don't like it, reset your your composer JSON file. Install it. Sure. And this is just a, hey, it's a here's the thing. Lightweight, How are you going to try try without installing it's it? It's not a composer hmm? package. Huh? Gotcha there. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's not. It's a global. No, it's a global composer package. So it goes into your your global composer installs, not your project install. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I guess there's a use case for it. But I'm with John. You just install it. If you don't like it, you you require it. You don't like it, you uninstall it. You remove it. Well, we actually have a policy here of don't touch Composer JSON because it'll try but and you're pull. doing it locally. That's why you have your own repo. That's why you fork to your own repo so you can do shit like that and but not have if to you're worry not, about if it. You're not pushing Just it saying, if we're going to go down this path again, we can, Tom. <laughs> but if okay. you're not pushing, it doesn't matter. You're okay. you're installing it locally to try it, right? No, I'm running out of tickets. Let's do it. Then what's the, what's the point? So what's the point of doing a try if you're not going to be allowed to put it into Composer JSON at the end of it? Uh, let's say you get three or four different packages that do the same thing, but you want to see what the behavioral differences between them are. Then this is a great way to just test out a couple different packages that do the same thing quickly. You asked, I, I gave you an answer. Don't, don't give it. me a sour face. <laughs> Drink don't, your green don't, tea I don't beer. buy it. <laughs> I'm not buying that answer, though. You don't have to buy it. I'm not selling it. I didn't write this package. I just said I want to try it out. <laughs> I want to try, try. Okay. How many? How many stars? How many stars? Thirty-six stars. Yeah, it got released go. today. Don't judge. <laughs> oh yeah, let's let's jump bad all over that. How many? Do you guys do you guys star repos? I'm just curious. Do you star repos? I have in the no. past. I haven't done it in a long time. I I'm terrible at it. like I I just don't, and I, I feel bad you know, now because of the because of composer. I don't anymore. I don't go to GitHub to download it anymore. Well, and let's be clear, GitHub is a social media platform as much as any other is. And I'm bad at social media, so I just don't use it the way it's intended. As, as you can see on my like Twitter and board. Facebook, which are both now just Wordle <laughs> echo chambers. I'm sure 
the stars should go away and it should just be how many repos on GitHub have this package installed? Like how many repos are mm-hmm. using it? There is a tool to like mm-hmm. look that up, but yeah. mm-hmm. you've seen this RFC about uh, sealed classes. I didn't think it was ever going to get to voting because it's, it's such a weird. Explain. So this idea that like you can have a, a final class, right? It, it restricts, you know, the implementation, like further implementation of this thing. Oh, trust me. We've had this huge back and forth on the team lately about somebody wanting everything to be final and other people oh. saying, nope, not everything final. And it was. I like to hear about this because uh, I, 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 I have questions about that too. We'd have to have the person who who's defending that because I am against that. You're against so, final. I'm against sealed too. Sealed. So sealed classes let you establish an array of classes that can extend this class, and anything that's what? not whitelisted explicitly cannot extend this class. So it's final except for. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it sounds like, right? Yeah. Huh. And and uh, the voting started on this, which I was I'm amazed that it got to voting, but it's currently six to six, and Seal. it 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 is just. Did you share a URL to that? Yeah, yeah, it's in it's at the top of a uh, top of Trello. Uh, I don't kind of organize Discord these. yet. I don't want to say yeah. I don't want to say any idea that's being proposed in in. PHP RFCs is a dumb idea. I need to go. That's, I need to find uh, the mailing list conversations. Yeah, that's the list. that's the job of the guy who got banned from the internals this week. <laughs> Somebody got banned. Oh yeah. Was it Ramsey? Uh, <laughs> it, 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 it was some random person. <laughs> did, did my plan work? Some random person that was suggesting that we remove all code that was contributed by any Russians ever from PHP internal and oh, went on a. A, a, th- a thing about it and then said uh lol you guys can't take a joke and uh yeah they're like yeah you're right we can't yeah. bye well <laughs> like i like i tell my daughter the funny thing about jokes is they're usually funny um but yeah the, i what a useless what a useless pr so so the the conversation on our team was one person wanted everything to be final except for what is expected to be extended and just about everybody else that had an opinion was the other way. No, let's nothing should be final except for what should not be extended. Mostly because we're dealing in a legacy code base and marking something as final indicates that no, this should not be extended versus oh, if you want to extend it, just remove the final keyword. Yeah, I mean that's that's always kind of been my thing. <laughs> yeah, but like, you I, can I just remove the word. What's the purpose of of final? I mean like Right. So the argument against is there's a lot of testing friction that comes about because you can't mock a final class without oh. without doing no there are packages you can install packages that will make it work for you. PHP, there are ways around totally it. Try, try him try him first. <laughs> I'm I'm currently doing a private property mocking on my classes. I I I totally absolutely know that PHP unit can mock a final class. I I don't think a I don't think it can mock a final class. Yeah, well you have to you have to clone it and then modify it. Mm-hmm. It's by removing the final. So there's a there's a there's a li- or a composer package you can install that makes it a lot easier for you to do that. Yeah. But the whole point we did end up settling on not making everything final. 
we we declared certain circumstances under which things should be final. Enum classes are always final, um, and a couple other how do you a couple of the use cases. Uh, that's a good question. I know we do. We have I mean, traits that test everything in a compiled language. Final has like a distinct purpose because you can distribute a compiled library and say, yeah, you can't extend this and do something wrong. Mm-hmm. But like right. in right. PHP, it's, it's, you have access to the source code. You can just remove the word final. Right. It's meant for libraries. It's it's a it's a thing for a library to say, no, you're not supposed to extend this. Leave it alone. Right. And mm-hmm. in library code, final is great. In user land, in our, in our code bases, it's not as impactful. So anyway, I that's where that. we ended yeah. up. I, I, I think final brings no value to a code base. So the person that wants it, size, I could imagine Tom, you bring the, the, no value to a code base. The, the person that wanted it is a Java developer at heart. Like he well, wanted, there you go. He wanted, he wanted our class names to end in IMPL for implementation. So what? Two years experience total. <laughs> he, he, he wanted, he wanted class names to be at least seventy-five characters. Otherwise, it doesn't count. I mean, Java through and through. So we get it. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh... <sighs> I could imagine in, in a code base where you've got hundreds of developers, you would want to declare something final, but in a, it, it I, I don't see a use case for us. I, I've never seen a use case for it final, let alone uh, special circumstances final, which is just totally unnecessary. But you know what is necessary? What's necessary? Our patrons on Patreon. Patreon! Look at that Speaking animation. of... Speaking of patrons, not that this has anything to do with patrons because they get no special love here. We have a giveaway to get to. Dun, dun, dun. Do it. Does anyone does anyone remember how to do this? I, I actually don't think I've ever seen the interface, John. As far as I know, you're faking this whole thing. <laughs> All right. We need a winner for the March Raspberry Pi giveaway. This did end. It is ended. It needs a winner. I'm going to click the button right about... No, we I'm will. watching him and did, can confirm he did click a button. We are. I heard a click. Heard a are, click. Can I see this person's address to make sure that they qualify? I don't know how to get there. Yeah, email does it show? I don't know how to get more details. The winner is Miguel Gallegos. That's Gallegos. Gallegos. Miguel Gallegos. Congratulations! Sounds like, was, sounds like a Alabamian to me. I'm sure. Will, I'm sure they're here in the U.S. No problem. <laughs> I will be sending you an email shortly to let you know. Yeah. Congrats, Miguel! You don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to draw a name and then retract it. That killed a whole PC building company last week. Well, I'm not going to retract it unless they don't qualify. There were rules in place. I can't break the rules. So if you dis- if you're disqualified for any reason, then I'm sorry. That's as long as works. as long as the rules are already in place. There was a, a PC builder called Artisan Builds that uh, did a live stream where they mm. drew a winner of heard their, about this. Yeah, they drew a winner of their newest PC build and uh and it she was wasn't like, popular if, if enough the, on Twitter or on Twitch. Yeah, if the, if the, if the guy didn't like if you didn't have enough followers or if you didn't have enough likes, yeah. they were disqualifying you. Yeah, I saw about I saw this. Yeah, it uh it, yeah. how bizarre the is whole that? company shut down. Really? Yeah. It, it turns out that it turns out that the CTO was the clown running the whole thing. They were currently, they were being investigated, uh, this is all allegedly, being investigated for tax fraud and that the company of, I think, 150 employees was immediately like dismissed a couple days later. 
just told, yeah, we're not, we're not a company anymore. And uh, nobody who got, who, who had pre-ordered their computer, which like started at three grand got a refund. So you had, you have to charge back on it. What? Yeah. Oh, not cool. Yeah. It's a big blow up. Uh, it was not fun. Yeah. All right. So do we, do we know if McGill qualifies John or are we going to do another drawing here? Oh, I, I don't know for sure. Cause we don't collect addresses. So I'm, I'm going to assume yes, unless otherwise I find out. <laughs> but I am now following Miguel on Twitter. There you go. I will. I can tell you that much. We should. We should all follow him on Twitter. See everybody log in to John's account. See who he just followed, <laughs> and then start spamming that person <laughs> immediately. <laughs> uh, I have some. I have some anti doom and gloom. If you want to hear it, what? There's a there's sure. there's a touch of gloom in it, but for the most part, <laughs> uh, uh, companies critical to U.S. national interests will now have to report when they're hacked or pay ransomware, according to new rules approved by Congress. So, if the government decides you are critical infrastructure, which I believe the pandemic taught us all that employees of uh, grocery stores are critical infrastructure, then you have to report when you're hacked. The, the slight gloominess of this is that the government has no obligation to report this to the public. So this is, this is an interesting one because it gives the government very broad reach to say, hey, uh, you're critical infrastructure. We need to be involved in your internal security now. It doesn't really establish what the government decides is critical infrastructure. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, you know, Elon Musk will still be a rich asshole, so that's a bummer. What? You just you just have to attack the man. He didn't yep. even do anything. Oh, uh, he did a bunch of things this week. <laughs> I don't care. Ugh, yeah. He had another kid, didn't he? That, apparently that was a while ago. It's oh, okay. uh Okay. Yeah, his his wife, like his ex casually mentioned, like, oh yeah, we have another kid. Uh her name's also crazy. Some weird combination of crazy letters. But then she's she's also dating somebody else, right? Like she's dating like somebody the bizarre. Kid that was just bored. Yeah, <laughs> fast in that family. All right, Chelsea Manning. I think that's it. This is the thing. Somebody reported that that Grimes is dating Chelsea Manning, which is a bizarre turn. Okay, yeah. Do Chelsea? Who's Chelsea Manning? Uh, is that pe- Chelsea Manning went to prison after leaking government secrets? When she was still working as a man, an American act- activist and whistleblower, she is a former U.S. state United States Army. So, oh, I do remember this yeah. Army soldier who was convicted by court martial in July of 2013 of violations of the Espion- Espionage Act and other offenses. I remember this. All right, yeah, don't care. How do you join Michael how do you join, point, Chelsea, not PHP Manning? How, how do you join Twitter in 2009 and have zero tweets? 13 years and no tweets? Who? You forget your password and can't log back in. Then you don't then you don't tell people your Twitter handle when you're entering a contest. Well, you delete all of them a few days ago. 12 and a, 12, <laughs> 12 and a half years, zero tweets. That's impressive. He still has more followers than I do. God damn it. <laughs> That is impressive. <laughs> All right, I think I think we're at the end of our road. I have what a job for you guys. You, you can't take a hint. 
No, I, I have a job for you. you. Can. Refresh our OBS. What the hell? Next week, we are going to talk about <coughs> PHP magic. Magic methods and auto-resolving stuff. So today, or, or late yesterday, Matthias Novak uh, posted a, a tweet or a, a blog post about too much magic in PHP. And we sort of brush over like disliking or liking the magic that's in Laravel every once in a while and how like, I don't think we ever brush over, but anyway, well, we, three weeks ago we discussed my implementation of a magic model that mocked another model. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I would like to discuss the magic part and I'd like to hear from uh, discord, uh, how they feel about magic in their PHP code. Since apparently this sounds- is a PHP podcast. Sounds like a good conversation, which reminds me of next week. Somehow a 100, 100 seconds in PHP video came across my video, my YouTube recommendations yesterday or today. Thumbs down to right away because all it did was it was pointing out the uh, super global arrays like get post. And I was like, stop doing that. This is a fairly it, new, new post. too. This is October 22nd of 2021. Which one? The PHP in a hundred seconds. Oh yeah, is that the, what you said? the YouTube video. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I mean, I, was, I, I I just searched it, so I don't know if yeah. it's the same one you you were uh, talking I, about. No, I think it was. It's the PHP logo in the, in mm-hmm. the yeah. I'm looking at, and they're going over. I mean, they they show the history of PHP and how it used to stand for personal homepage, but they're showing people how to put PHP within their HTML content using yeah, not, not a thing underscore get anymore. posts. And it's like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. twenty years old. We don't do that. <laughs> They do mention that you can use objects, but it's like, no, you don't need to. You just you just put it in your template. You're good to go. Yeah, just make uh, a million functions. Yeah, <laughs> this is crazy. This is a new. This is a new video. See, this is the problem, man. It this is. is the problem. That's why I thumbs downed it right away. I'm like, no, I'm this is not down. good. Well, that's the other problem is thumbs downing stuff just doesn't do anything. Do anymore. any? Not anymore. No. So just, just you've you've shown yet again I mean, how ineffective PHP is by not even being able to dislike something. <laughs> um, <sighs> all right, can, all right, we, can I, we wrap it up this time? Yeah, because I have to go read about my wing. It it flies at twenty four miles. Couldn't an hour. even get into airplanes. Just had to get into wings. Yeah, yeah. I don't exactly. want to fly. I want to hang off of a wing and then it climb flies. back up again. You you said in your Facebook at post, thirty eight kilometers per hour. Okay, again, you're in America. We don't use that word. That's why I said twenty three and a half, twenty three point eight. I think it might be. Anyway, what? I I, I don't even. You said I, Facebook. You said in your you Facebook said something post, about like Facebook. You post. climbed the equivalent, the near equivalent of the Empire State Building while wearing yeah. your whole pack on you. Yeah, so all the equipment is like 25 pounds climbing up. It ended up being 97 stories according to my watch. And the Empire State Building is 102 stories. So it's five stories short yeah. of climbing the Empire State Building. That's crazy. So if you're ever if you're ever wondering what early onset dementia looks like, that's it. <laughs> all right, we're done. I got reading to do. About wings. All right, <laughs> Eric, That's you're supposed to do the... the the closing thing. I, I've been trying for like the last 10 minutes. Apparently, I have to wait for permission now. So screw you guys. That's it for episode 200 in whatever billion. 77. What are we at? No, not 77. 278 of PHP Ugly. 
I'm Eric. I'm John. I'm Tom. Keep, Keep it, it ugly. ugly. One, two, one, two. Uh, coming off the top. Y'all know how we do. Listen, I'ma drop a freestyle you can cherish. I'ma send a shout out to the host named Eric. Yo, he's never on some average shit. You know, Eric, he stays loud and passionate. I'm about to break it down for y'all with the clever song. Yo, shout the host named Thomas because he's never wrong. Yo, shout to John. You know that he's smart and quiet. Unlike my freestyles, which cause a riot. I'm about to do it like this because the people love me. Shouts out to PHP, the ugly. It's called ugly because it's not professional. But I'm about to come through and bless it with style. So let's do it when I'm spitting. I perfume the room. Yo, the segment of the show is called Doom and Gloom. That came from Thomas. Yeah, can nobody go beyond this? I get the mic and then I'm about to keep it like a promise. Yeah, and y'all know we fill them up with anguish. We talking about the PHP, the programming language. About to break it down, no exaggeration. What do y'all do for a living? Web applications. Okay, I can dig it. My words spray tight. Uh, they getting together on the Thursday nights. Yeah, when it comes to rhyming, you can call me the new dude. I spew true lyrics while y'all broadcast on YouTube. YouTube. So let's get it. You know my lyrics are major. All up in the comments, they got plenty of haters, but they doing what they doing. Keep it ugly. We ending every show with the saying it's lovely. Let's go. Yeah, come on.